This is Cultivate a Good Life, episode 23. The Beckys get coached by Jody Moore. We have the great potential of making this a seven-hour episode. But it'll be seven hours well spent, it so would be. don't worry. <laughs> We're in good hands today because we have with us Jody Moore. I'm <sighs> Becky Higgins. With me is my friend and my co-host. Who are you? BP. <laughs> Becky Proudfit. Becky, Jody, myself. We're here. We're excited. And maybe, possibly, are you feeling just a little bit nervous? I wouldn't say nervous. I would say super excited. Good. Really. That's a good place to be. You guys will see why I'm asking that question in just a minute. But first, before we properly introduce Jody, let's hear a word from this week's sponsor. So there I was, (laughs) just doing my normal Instagram stories like I do most days. And the number of DMs rolling in about my makeup was kind of funny, actually. I just happened to be trying a few new products that day. And as it turns out, these are total home runs in my makeup routine. So obviously, we need to tell you about Shine Cosmetics. Just so that we're all aware, I was actually the one that told Becky about Shine Cosmetics. So I'm going to go ahead and take that credit. You are very welcome. (laughs) Thank you. Actually, we all know the credit obviously goes to the ones making the amazing products. Guys, I have always loved makeup because I honestly like to feel and look my best. I wear makeup for nobody else but myself. Shine names all of their products after power words, which we just love. Their makeup ingredients are impressive. Gluten-free, cruelty-free, hypoallergenic, and paraben-free. Thankfully, the makeup from Shine is also just really easy to use. You don't need a bunch of video tutorials to figure this stuff out. Okay, listen, we want you to try Shine. So we have worked out a special discount for only seven days starting right now, the day this episode goes live. And it's 20% off your purchase. Yes, 20%. So that means that through March 5th, you can get 20% off anything and everything you want at shinecosmetics.com. The code to enter at checkout is Becky, B-E-C-K-Y. After March 5th, that discount moves to 10%, which is still really an awesome deal. And guys, take it from me. The Fiber Brow Gel has basically changed my life. It's a brow-defining product that can completely replace the need for microblading or hard-to-use brow pencils. We are both obsessed. Mm -hmm. Trust us on this. Again, it's shinecosmetics.com, and the code is Becky. What an honor it is to be with Jody Moore, one of our heroes. You probably <laughs> are much. familiar with her because we reference her about every I don't know if she knows episode. that. We have referenced you probably really? about every other episode. I should yeah. start sending you a kickback or something. Yes, right? that would, she was my first that. podcast I ever listened to. She's what introduced me to yeah. the world of podcasting Same. initially. Aww. Same because I found it was a place I could invest. 30 to 40 minutes mm-hmm. and really walk away. And now are you better. hooked on podcasts? Oh, my word. I oh, can't stop. Me too. I have it's, to intentionally stop sometimes because yes. I've consumed too much information. I have to give myself time right? to, mm-hmm. to process through. Well, to me, it's the modern – well, it's not really modern, but I feel like I'm reading more. I say that mm-hmm. with air quotes mm-hmm. because I'm gaining this knowledge and these really cool insights and these perspectives from people that I um, respect and admire – but I'm not having to sit with the book, and I, right. li- I like to read, but it's just not something I can carve out time. But I can hike and listen to a podcast. Yes, you can. I can drive and listen to a podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind and what amazing. a cool, 
cool world we live in that we have access to all this information mm-hmm. yeah. easily and for free a lot of it yeah mm-hmm. it is it's a awesome. lot for free and if you want a free life coach basically in your life that is why we love Joni more mm-hmm. because she has a podcast <laughs> and why don't you tell everybody a little bit about what it is that you do as a okay. life coach what what that even means nowadays right right and um and what your approach with this with this is and how it all ties into podcasts and other work that you do all right. Thank you. I uh, My podcast is called Better Than Happy right now. It's been through several names. <laughs> um, that's good. I like yeah. that. And that's you figuring out more of what you're about. It is, is definitely. That what it is? Me evolving and my business growing and, yes, figuring out how to help people find my podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I call it Better Than Happy because it really is tools for living an amazing life. And I think... All of us think our brains at some level believe that we just want to be happy all the time. Mm -hmm. But actually, an extraordinary life comes from being willing to be uncomfortable Mm -hmm. and and be happy. But to understand what creates all of that and how to, you know, it's basically solving problems and accomplishing goals. And which is everything I realize. But Mm -hmm. anyway, I love it. I've had uh, my podcast for over three years now. And then as a life coach... Um, I've worked with clients again, who either want, have problems to solve or goals they want to achieve, or usually some of both, Mm -hmm. um, for about five years now, which is like, I pinch myself every day that I get to do it and that I get paid for it. It's amazing. It's so cool. So much fun. Well, is it something that you thought you wanted to do when you were growing up? Is that even a concept in your mind? Not at all. I, um, I went traditional route, you know, bachelor's degree, master's degree, worked in corporate, and I found myself at one point a leadership coach and corporate Mm. trainer. And that is where I was first introduced to coaching. And in fact, the tools that I am trained in that I use as a life coach, I learned in a corporate setting and I use them to coach managers. And that's when I really fell in love with the power of it. That's cool. And, you know, it was one of those situations where, um, I was let go from my job after 15 years and kind of like, huh, what am I going to do now? And ended up as a life coach. It was by far the best thing that ever happened to me. That's amazing. Yeah. That's so cool. Well, any, if you haven't heard Jody's podcast, Mm -hmm. you, you literally could close your eyes, spin the wheel. Oh, for sure. Pick an episode. There's a lot. There's a lot (laughs) because it's like you have a few things to talk about. I just want to say, I, I have a to lot everyone. to say. <laughs> yep. But like every episode, I seriously, and Becky's the same way. Yep. Um, our friend Megan's the same way. Like every episode that we're like, oh my gosh, that like that perspective and the way she articulated that, I need to share this with everybody. Everybody has to hear this. Mm-hmm. And so we, all of us, love to like text We circulate them and, around. Yeah. And you can listen to any episode and whatever you're going through or not going through, you will pull something from the episode that directly applies to like mm-hmm. your day and what you're doing that day for real it's and awesome. so if you if you want some someone that would be like a life coach or a therapist in your life and you're and you're just feeling like you don't want to spend a penny and you want to just like take someone for a spin just for free <laughs> go take Jenny's podcast <laughs> but beyond the podcast and for real the work that you do because you said mm-hmm. you know like you said you can't believe that you get to make money doing this the yeah. podcast is for you not the thing that necessarily generates the revenue directly mm-hmm. so what is your actual coaching service what is that look like for somebody who's interested in your coaching? Well, I do all of my coaching right now in a membership program. So um, it's actually very affordable. I used to do one-on-one coaching and 
it was a lot more expensive, of course. Um, so I, I teach classes virtually. We do group coaching calls because I found that people actually make a lot more progress listening to someone else get coached That's than they so do cool. getting coached yeah. themselves. Yeah. Because when you're in the middle of it, it's emotional. It's hard to see it. But when you can see the tools through somebody else's situation, you can apply them to yourself. So it makes sense. It's pretty fun. It's yeah. If you go to jodymore.com, I, it's my program is called Be Bold, and you can learn all about it there. And there's lots of free free resources there as well. That's so awesome. Another thing Jody does that I love is she actually has broken down her program into a way that you can present it to your kids, and it is way way cheap. Mm-hmm. And it breaks it down so you can teach your children how to properly process through emotion. Man, what a yeah. gift to well, give your kids. We might have all been better off if we had something like that when oh, we were for being sure. raised. <laughs> you think? Maybe. <laughs> we all maybe benefit from the children's program? Probably. Yes. We probably would. Yeah. Well, so fun fact as we get started here. What we planned to do with Jody is we asked on social media um, what questions you guys would want to hear, even if you knew jo- Jody or if you did it, it didn't matter. But you knowing that she was a life coach mm-hmm. and that she was going to be a part of our podcast, what questions did you have? And we got some really good questions. And then I became selfish and we're not answering it. <laughs> <laughs> Becky did not become selfish. I, I think that I think that what this has evolved into becoming is exactly what this For episode sure. is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And and I'm going to let you take it from here. And I don't know, Jody, if you want to ask the questions or if Becky wants to share some of what has gone down in her world. But we're about ready to see some unleashing of wonderful things. Yes. Let's do it. So I love that you said growth is uncomfortable because I am so uncomfortable right now in the very best way. And that really is what it's about. Like it really is growth really stinks sometimes, mm-hmm. but it's so good. And coming out the other side is so awesome. And so I was going to tell Jody about something that I've kind of been dealing with in my life. And, you know, I've listened to all the podcasts. I, I really love this kind of emotional processing. And I have been stuck in this situation. And so reaching out for extra help to figure out how I can process through it hopefully will help someone who's going through something similar. They can take what I'm going through and help them in their life. So and apply it to whatever they are going through because our situations mm-hmm. and scenarios are always going to be different. Totally. But um, but that's why we felt like this was the right direction to take with somebody mm-hmm. so phenomenal like Jody being here with us because we believe that whatever is about to happen will absolutely benefit you who is listening in and some way. And it's time. I'm ready to be unstuck. I'm mm-hmm. really ready to be unstuck. And though it's scary being vulnerable and, and sharing yourself – I really feel like through sharing, we all can grow and learn, and and really that's what it's all about. So Agreed. buckle up. Here buckle it comes. Just too. <laughs> Mostly you, Becky. Buckle yes. up. So um, I'm just going to quickly tell Jody about something that I have been dealing with. So about eight months ago, um, I learned through kind of a roundabout way that I had a different biological father than the rest of my siblings, and this was a total, total shock to me. And this information coming out was hurtful to a lot of people. And it was one of those hurts that I don't take responsibility for. I know that's not my responsibility and my burden to bear, but it still is really hurtful. And so moving forward, um, because of health reasons, you all know I had cancer last year. Um, That was kind of my initiator to seek out who my biological father was. Um, who turned out to be a 
very nice person and we're um, building a relationship, but I have a lot of guilt. I have a lot of being stuck because this topic is just hard to talk about. Like I have feelings. I'm trying to process through what my actual feelings are and what is, you know, more crazy emotions. I'm trying to, um, build this relationship with this new side of the family who has a lot of hope and expectation in me and then trying to figure out where this leaves me with this group of people who I love but who are really hurt by this information coming to light. And so I've just kind of been, sometimes when I feel like I'm not sure what to do, I retreat and I just don't do anything Mm -hmm. because I feel like at least I'm not making it worse. I'm just going to stand still until I know what to do. But I've been standing still for eight months. And so I need to like bust out of that cycle and figure out how to move on and how, where to go from here. Okay. So talk to me about when you say these group of people who you love that are Mm -hmm. hurt, um, tell me why that feels like a problem for you. Because when we're talking about my mom and um, my dad, who is the dad that raised me, who I always thought was my biological father, I love them. No matter regarding what happened regarding the circumstances, I don't ever want to be the initiator of pain for someone. And I feel like there's been some resistance of like wanting to talk about it. I haven't really felt like I've been able to talk about it because when I bring it up, I'm afraid to call and be like, well, today were you fine about it? And now I'm just like wrecking everything and starting a whole, you know, pile of of trash for you. And so I've totally taken that on and I've just kind of not dealt with it. Okay. So I know you probably understand this concept because you've listened to a lot of my podcasts, but I want to make sure for all of your listeners Mm -hmm. that we pause for just a minute. And I want to explain that feelings come from thoughts, Right? So Mm -hmm. everything that you're feeling right now, um, all of the different emotions, and I know you have a lot of emotions surrounding this situation, right? (laughs) Yes. And every one of those emotions is coming from a thought that you're having about it. Mm -hmm. It's not coming from the fact that the man that you thought was your father is not your biological father. Mm -hmm. That's not causing you to feel anything. You with me? Mm -hmm. And that's also true for these people that you love. So when you call them up and you want to, or you're there and you say something, mm-hmm. your words don't cause them to feel anything. Yeah. What causes them to feel something is their own thoughts about what you say. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. Now, that doesn't mean that we walk around going, well, screw you all. I'm not right. responsible for <laughs> your feelings. Right. right? But it's really important that you know that because what you're describing to me is that you're trying to take ownership for their emotions and you're mm-hmm. trying to control how they feel. And at the same time, you have your own emotions right. that you need to be responsible for right now. And you probably have plenty to deal with on your own right. without taking on the responsibility of everybody's emotions around you. Mm-hmm. Right? Correct. Check, check. Yes. <laughs> yes on all fronts. So that's why when you tell me, well, there's all these people that I love who are really hurt, Mm -hmm. I say, so what? And I don't mean so what, like forget them all. We don't care if people we love are hurting. I mean, what are you making that mean Mm -hmm. about yourself and the way that you're going to handle this situation? Well, and I think that's where that fear cycle comes in of like, well, 
if I bring this up and I'm hurting them, that will somehow diminish my character. It will diminish that I'm a, a bad person for causing this kind of pain, even though I know that I didn't cause anything. It's hard to bust out of that cycle and and really move forward. Okay. So I think we need to take a step back. And okay. when you say, well, I, I want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. I kind of need to talk about it is what you've said, right? Yes, I do need Tell to talk about it. Tell me why you want to talk about it or need to talk about it. Because I think I need some understanding. Number one, I actually, like I am a big vocal processor. So when I talk about things, it helps me to sort my thoughts. It helps me to determine what's truth and what's not truth. It just helps me to work through. Mm-hmm. And also I feel like... When situations like this come up or, or really anything, without the talking, it's very hard for me to maintain a connection because when I can't talk about it, I kind of shut down a little bit. And so I feel like that relationship has been continually distant as I have not been able to talk about it. And I'm so caught up with trying to manage someone else's emotions that what I'm feeling about it is not even getting addressed at all. Mm-hmm. And that feels pretty stuck. Right. It's a lot to be stuck about. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I don't even feel like with this, it's not like this shattered my world and I was like, Mm -hmm. I have a really great life and a great husband. I'm very confident and secure with who I am and where I'm at. It didn't like make me question who I was. Mm -hmm. It's just managing going forward. And I, it took me a long time to even figure out how I felt about it and how I wanted to move forward because I was so stuck on like, how everyone else felt about it mm-hmm. and it it's tricky mm-hmm. okay but when you think it's tricky you're mm-hmm. going to make that true and I think it's actually really really simple what if we just try on the idea that it's really really simple mm-hmm. that you are the one responsible for your own emotions right and everybody else is responsible for their emotions and the reason I ask you why do you want to talk about it is because you want to check yourself. You want to check your reasons and make mm-hmm. sure you like your reasons. Right. But if you like your reasons and you feel good about them. And I do. Then it, on the one hand, we could think of it this way. Like you not talking about it when you really kind of want to, right, mm-hmm. is that kind of what we call people pleasing, right? We yes. kind of pretend and show up a certain way around people and then we feel good because we think they're happy and they like us, mm-hmm. but they like this pretend version of us. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. And so it's – when you say, I don't want to – I, I want to have this connection with others, mm-hmm. connection comes from being real and authentic and vulnerable. Which is interesting because I have no problems with this I know. in any other area of my life. This is yeah, the first time I've really – Yeah, but do you know why you have really... a problem with it here? I think because I'm just afraid. Because you're thinking the thought, I don't want to hurt their feelings. Yeah. I don't want to cause them to be hurt. Yes. Yeah. And that. But what you're not recognizing is that that's just a thought. Mm-hmm. It's not even possible, first of all. You're just not that powerful. I hate to tell you. <laughs> I love when you say that because it makes me feel so good, though. That really, I mean, think about that statement and the burden that that right. takes off of you that you are not the cause or in control of anyone else's emotions or how they perceive your actions. Like, you're just not. Yeah. And it's so easy to say that and so much harder to actually realize that. (laughs) Well, stay with me for just a minute. So when you think the thought, I don't want to hurt them, Mm -hmm. how do you feel? Anxious. 
anxious. Mm -hmm. And then what you've described to us is that when you're anxious about it, you hold back, you don't talk about it, but Mm -hmm. in your head, you're wanting to. Mm -hmm. And the result is that instead of hurting them, you're hurting you. Yes. That's totally true. Right? Mm Mm-hmm. Because I'm keeping it all with me. Yeah. And you're basically telling yourself it's a version of like what you need is not as important as what they need Mm -hmm. right now. And Mm -hmm. it's so much easier. And I think a lot of people can relate to this. Sometimes I feel like it's so much easier for me to just keep it and deal with it than I perceive it would be for them to deal with it. Yeah. But again, I'm going to... So one of the things I think would be useful here is I like what Byron Katie teaches, which is she says there's three kinds of business. There's God's business, other people's business, and our business. Mm -hmm. Stay out of God's business. Stay out of other people's business. (laughs) Right? Yes. Because it's none of our business. Because it's none of your business. (laughs) And what you're doing is spending a lot of time in their business. Right. Mm -hmm. Good way to think of it. Totally. Right? Yeah. Now – Again, I think mm. sometimes when I tell my clients this or tell mm-hmm. people this, they're like, they sometimes I have seen women go to the opposite extreme. Like, oh, I told my husband I'm not responsible for how you feel. <laughs> Jody told me. Yeah. I'm Wait, like, it no. also doesn't have to be like, forget you. I don't care about you. Doesn't have to be the new thought. But right. this thought that sounds like a really loving, kind, mm-hmm. understandable thought. I don't want to hurt their feelings is a real poisonous thought for you Mm -hmm. that's causing you all kinds of pain. And I know I'm not coming from a place of wanting to talk out of anger or bashing. That's not, it's not coming from that place. Right. So let's just try on some different thoughts that you could think instead of, I don't want to hurt their feelings. Mm -hmm. And we'll just play with thoughts and we kind of have to test out new thoughts to see which ones are going to be the right ones. But What if you thought something, well, let's actually, let me back up. Let's approach it this way. Right now you feel anxious. Mm -hmm. How do you want to feel? I want to feel free and authentic. Okay. So what would you need to be thinking to feel free and authentic when you're talking to these people? I would need to be thinking that I really was able to express the feelings that I had surrounding the events to how I found out. Okay. If I was able to not even have a response, but just have those feelings heard, I feel like that would be, that would be enough. Okay. But you can, like we could call them right now. Mm-hmm. You could just have the conversations that you want to. Mm-hmm. I know that's what I should do really. <laughs> Well, this was fun. Thank yeah. you so much, <laughs> Jody. You're welcome. <laughs> Jodymore.com. <laughs> no. But you're going to have to think a different thought to not right. feel anxious about it, right? Mm-hmm. You can't be thinking, I don't want to hurt their feelings. So let me give you some examples we could try on. What if you just tried on a thought like how they feel is their responsibility? And mm-hmm. I, th- this is, again, kind of back to the Byron Katie work. When my brain is like, well, I don't want them to feel this way. I don't mm-hmm. want them to not like me or I don't want them to be hurt. I always bring it back to, wait a second, how do I want to feel about me and how do I want to feel about them? Right. That's the only thing that's my business. Mm -hmm. How they feel about me is not my business. They might be hurt. They might be offended. They might disapprove or dislike me. It happens sometimes, right? Right. But when I go into it like, no matter what, I love me and I love them. Mm Mm-hmm then you can't go wrong because if I'm having a conversation with you and you're like, I don't, I don't, this is making me uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. 
and maybe I choose to stop talking about it, but I say, listen, I love you, right? And there's nothing you can do about it. And you can be mad at me all day long or whatever and just know my intention is definitely not to hurt you. I just want to be real here. This feels like connection and authenticity to me to have this conversation. Mm-hmm. And um, what you do with it is up to you. But I love you. And I got to be loving me at the same time, right? Afterwards, right. I say to me, thank you, Jody, for showing up for us. I love you for doing that. Yeah. And I think that's the piece that I've been missing. It's really interesting to me how easy it is to internalize things and punish ourselves to save others from Mm-hmm. what we think is going to happen mm-hmm. why is that that it's so much easier to oh, take something on ourselves because we're human darn it <laughs> and we think darn we, it Gross. we don't think enough about our thoughts i think that's one of my favorite things that i am i am gaining from the more i listen to what you share jody mm-hmm. is that that we innately don't think enough about our thoughts mm-hmm. we're so right. passive about it right it's a skill of learning to to notice your thoughts and notice that they are just thoughts and not mm-hmm. facts. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but I do want to just touch on one other thing, too, with you, that behind all of this, when you say, I just need to be heard, I need to talk mm-hmm. about it, I think there's some things to examine there as well. Because who knows how they're going to react, right? Mm-hmm. People may not want to hear it. They may not. Right. Know, they don't have to sit there happen. and listen. Right. Really. Or they just may not receive it well mm-hmm. or we don't know. We can't control other people, right? Mm-hmm. So I want to make sure that I think it's one thing to want to have this discussion with people, mm-hmm. but I don't want you to need it right? in order to Because then you're putting way. expectations on... On how it's all going to go. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. And I think that if you go into a conversation with a place of I want to have this discussion for whatever reason... But I don't need it, and which is totally available to you, right? Mm-hmm. Like if they, if everybody who you want to talk to sat down and you guys had a lovely conversation that went amazingly well, mm-hmm. how do you think you would feel after that? Relief. Relief. And the only reason you would be feeling relief is because of what? Because it went well. <laughs> no. Because of what you'd be thinking. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. So yeah. we think, oh, I'd feel so relieved because we had a discussion and they right. now we are, we're on the same page or we cleared the air or whatever. Mm-hmm. None of that. It's only because you'd be thinking, oh, now it's safe to be me. Now there's no weirdness. Now I know what yes. they're thinking and they know what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. And then you would feel relief. And so always keep in mind that relief is available to you right now without talking to any of them. By choosing to think something that causes you to feel relief. Oh, that's so powerful. Wow. Wow. So that if, you know, you start having a conversation and it feels like it's not not yeah going well and you don't want to finish it, you're like, you can still feel relieved anytime, right? Like yeah. you could think a thought like, none of this matters anyway. Hmm. And that is really totally true. Darn it, I really like myself. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> You always have. I really like I know, you I too. really have. And yeah, that is a great point. I think particularly with families or spouses or um, when there is a disruptance in those relationships, sometimes it can be really difficult because you feel like that 
unconditional love rock component of your life when Mm -hmm. if that goes away or if that is not as steady as you'd like it to be that can be a really hard place to be in absolutely because you can feel like you're tumbling and you're just Mm -hmm. not Mm -hmm. you know coming up for air Mm -hmm. interesting but it's always I just want to like both for you and anybody listening like one of the most empowering things I've learned and I'm still learning it like in my bones Mm -hmm. is that you can genuinely just believe anything you want to did you know that? Like, we have all these things we say that sound good and mm-hmm. useful, and sometimes they're really not. And when you recognize, wait a second, like, I could choose to believe that this is all very dramatic and hard, or I can think, this doesn't matter at all. This doesn't change one thing mm-hmm. about my life, about these people, and how I feel about them. Yeah. None of it matters. It doesn't have to be a huge and event. and yet it's okay if it is right. right i'm not trying to take that away from anyone ever but i i've coached people who have been through what we would say are very dramatic mm-hmm. things who don't want to feel dramatic about it at a certain point right mm-hmm. they get tired of it and i'm like did you know you could just think who cares mm-hmm. this is not a big deal and it, it's like wait Am I allowed to think that? Right. No, like right. victims of abuse even and things mm-hmm. like this. Mm-hmm. That when I tell them you could just choose to give all of that back to your past mm-hmm. and not define yourself that way and not tell the story ever again. Right. And be done with it. You could just, you genuinely are allowed to. It's like, That's oh. the beauty of it is yeah. you have choice. Yeah. You have choice to determine how things sit with you, I guess. Right. And how you, right. how you move forward. Well, that's incredibly liberating. Like when it you, is. as you're describing that, to me, that's so much more than just, oh, I can do that. It's, holy cow, that mm-hmm. changes everything for me. Yes. Everything for all of us when you think of it that way. Well, and I feel like, so you guys know before this last year, the cancer that I had and the cancer treatment, I felt that way about it where mm. I was like, wow, I really thought I would be more of a hot mess. I thought mm. this would be harder. Like, I'm good. I'm fine. My family's good. We're fine. And that's exactly how I felt. It's so... People are like, are you okay? Oh, yeah. Are you... I, you just had chemo today. I'm like, I know. I totally threw up. And then I took medicine and I'm fine. It's good. Yeah. And I really felt that way. And I thought, am I not processing this? Is there something wrong with me that I'm not like shutting down? Because it just wasn't the response right. I expected. And it goes back to, I feel like when it's things dealing with me, so much easier to like compartmentalize to process Mm -hmm. through when you involve other people is where sometimes it can get a little muddy and you need help from people like Jody to break it down and that's one thing I love is I feel like she's able to break it down to help you see at the heart of what you're feeling where that comes from to recognize that it's a thought and a choice Always. Because then you can start to progress out of it. Mm-hmm. And it's like we were talking about at the beginning with better than happy. Like we have this idea that people we love should not hurt mm-hmm. or be in pain. Like yeah. our children shouldn't hurt or be disappointed or frustrated or scared. Or, yeah. And yet I don't know anybody that doesn't ever experience negative emotion. And I think they're supposed to. And, and like we think that them not having their feelings hurt is better than them having their feelings hurt. But maybe we're wrong about that. Oh, I think for we sure are. we're wrong about <laughs> we're that. So when you that. say, mm-hmm. I don't, I just don't want them to feel hurt. Mm-hmm. Question that thought. Right. It's totally okay for them to be hurt if they want to and need to. And I'm just going to love them and love me. Because it's hurt can really be mm-hmm. productive. And healing even. And healing, right? yeah. And mm-hmm. part of the human experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I feel anyway. really good about this, girls. 
as a friend on the outside of your life experiences in the last year and a half and seeing those stacked back to back, right? I did find it really fascinating that cancer for you, it's like you, you're like, I, I've got this. That and was not, where I found I'm not my saying strength. It wasn't hard. I'm just saying, yes, you felt I did. I faced it. it and it empowered me. I know that sounds right. weird, but it really did. The experience, I was like, dang, I am a strong girl and this is okay. And it mm-hmm. set me up for the rest of my life where I'm like, I can really do hard things mm-hmm. and then and this one then. was a little trickier <laughs> right and then this became more complicated yeah. and at first I think your initial response uh, you know once you got over the the initial shock mm-hmm. was it, from my perspective incredibly positive I was like dang like I don't know if that's how I would respond yeah. if that were the news I got and you were like I have a whole new family I didn't know about. This is amazing. I'm finding out more about who I am. Mm -hmm. This is just expanding the people that I can love. And I mean, what a positive attitude to take. And that was truly how I felt. It was. But then came in the guilt of like, oh, I really do feel that way. Right. Oh, that might make make someone's feelings hurt who don't feel that way. Yeah. You started thinking too much about how other people... Mm-hmm. You were, were just in to, their business. Yeah, you were in their I business. Need to mind my but own. Then you dang just come business. back to like, I love me and I love them, mm-hmm. and that's all I need to worry about. I think I need to stitch that on a pillow for my home. I'll <laughs> stitch it for you. Okay, I'll have my mom stitch it for yeah, you. Yeah, your mom needs to make me an <laughs> afghan with that woven in. I love me. I love you. That's fine. Oh, I will. That's where we're going to leave She's halfway it. done already. <laughs> Yay. Jody, that's thank exciting. you. Like, that's Jody, amazing. and now for you, Becky. No, oh, yes, please. Here for. We are going to move <laughs> we're on. We're not quite done yet. Do we have a what little bit more time? I want you to know that one of my top three life goals has just been checked off my list. Aww. So thank you, Jody. Aww. You really mean that. No, I really, no, you really, really, really connect do. with Jody. And I, I, I think we're going to be best friends. So. I think we are, too. Um, but We're going to dance together. Yes, <laughs> you'd be great. She, you have you have helped you guys, so we many already people. have inside jokes from I know together oh. for like forty. But really, though, with our group of friends, with mine and Becky's group of friends, uh, Jody has really helped so yeah. many of our friends. Yeah, and so thank you for your offering. Thank you for being brave enough to follow what you knew you needed to do oh. and being able to go after it because you really have blessed so many lives well you know what we know and we say this we say this a lot we know that every one of us is here to help one another we mm-hmm. know that mm-hmm. and so um that but there's a lot of fear in some people who know that they could be doing or who don't realize that they could be doing more to help others and i don't mean i don't mean in a public sense even i mean just yeah. mm-hmm. privately personally and yeah. and so i've i've acknowledged that so much about what you're doing is that you recognize that this is something that you have in you to share and it's not meant to keep to yourself right mm-hmm. and i think that's really important for every single one of us yeah. don't keep it to yourself yeah. grow the gifts share the gifts mm-hmm. bless other people's lives with it mm-hmm. and put the thoughts in your head Right? We tell ourselves the thoughts that what you have in you is meant to be shared. Mm -hmm. So you're just a great example of that. Oh, thank you. And I hear a lot of people say, oh, somebody else is already doing this. Mm -hmm. Or like Mm -hmm. a lot of women who want to be coaches and, oh, Jody's already doing that. I'm Mm -hmm. like, I think we need more than one in the world, actually. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's interesting how we have this scarcity around certain things, though. Mm -hmm. And, And yet we don't have that about you know, dentists, we don't say, right. why are you going oh, to dental school? There's already so many dentists. That is I think it comes huh? from, Brene Brown talks about this, where she says one of the, the biggest lies we tell ourselves is like, who do you think you are to have something valid to offer? Right. And yeah. I think that's where it comes from, because when you're coming yeah. from a place of, of trying to help someone, it, that can put you in a place of vulnerability. 
mm-hmm. of the of of that negative thought pattern that you can put in your head, mm-hmm. which by the which way is, is Satan, you guys, telling you that you're not good enough or have nothing valuable to share. Right. Just quiet that lie right mm-hmm. now, because everybody has something to share. Everybody. Yeah, and I like to make peace with. Yeah, maybe I'll do it wrong or not very well. That's okay, and that's totally fine. Mm-hmm. Which brings us back to Becky again. Yes, <laughs> what is she this? does Wait, go, Jody. so well. I noticed what is happening. <laughs> I really don't know where she's going with this. I don't either. Should I be on Jody, the edge of my seat? Really dig in here. I just happened to notice. Oh my! Because um, <laughs> we we talked about recording this podcast and and. Um, you know, we don't live near each other, so right. it's awesome that we're able to get together here yeah. <laughs> and do it live. But one of the things that I said is, well, we could always do it long distance if we need to. And you're like, but sound quality really matters. You get that. <laughs> and I was like, no, I don't think so. I don't relate to that. <laughs> because it, it I does. live by this model that I learned from Brooke Castillo, mm-hmm. which is that... I and you get so much done by the way like probably more than me but I get a lot done in not very much time because my goal is to create b minus work in the world mm. let that little nugget just give just me a moment. tell me what you think when I say that Becky I think but it's not an a <laughs> right <laughs> no where's my gold star <laughs> no give me a minute it's okay She's if you like, think where's my minute. gold star just give me a minute on the b minus okay so I think I get it Okay, so this is a motto. This is something that you're adopting, that you have adopted for yourself, that that is the goal. The yeah. goal is the goal to is do B minus work. B minus Tell me work. what you think when I say that, because I guarantee a lot of your listeners right now are feeling the way you're feeling. So just represent Guys, just them. so that I can what let you, you know, she's turning a little red in the neck. I know. At the thought like, of a B minus work. Literally, this just came up. Well, pretty much comes up every day. So let me tell you a little oh, story yes. about Tuesday. Oh. Um. <laughs> So another team member, Carrie and I, we were like, hey, we have this product we really want to showcase as as kind of a multi-use product. And so we had this great idea to set up a tablescape. Great idea. So we also decided strategically to not tell Becky so so that we wouldn't get in the cycle of like, but this and that. And so we did everything together. I don't know. (laughs) And we strategically kept it from her. And then after the team meeting, we were like, we're doing a photo shoot right now right here here's all the stuff i know you're so uncomfortable we're going to get through this together and you're going to see it's going to be so good and okay. it was i told becky i said this was literally a strategic exercise that we have planned and i realized so you she can meant see. it they i really did we're, we're like you don't ever have to use these like photos a, it was, um what did they call it like an intervention it was in it a was. way in the <laughs> cruelest way because it was poor Beck. That was a tough one. Well, it but was, you were great. You did great. You well, you swallowed, and then you're like, okay, okay, and it turned out. But fine, the whole huh? point was, and, and I actually made the analogy of if you watch This Is Us, if you guys I watch love that, this is us. I am Randall. Mm. <laughs> Stay with me. <laughs> you I am, remind me a lot of Randall. I am Randall Randall's because awesome. I love Rand- Randall. Well, and Becky really validated my inner Randall, which I really appreciate as a friend because. I was saying, I was saying, because they really put me out of sorts with the situation mm-hmm. because I wasn't ready. Mm-hmm. I was, I didn't know we were doing a photo shoot in my kitchen, which I'm in the middle of a move. I have a ghetto situation with like random things in my kitchen. So all of a sudden I'm like, what, what, what's happening? We got to do this. And so, um, but the point is, is that, and what Becky was saying is, but Randall's the one that can actually get 
so much more done than anyone else in his family mm-hmm. because he's he's thoughtful. My my point is is I have learned to understand that I I do have a hard time sometimes not being the A. I like to be the A and not because of parental expectations, not because of pleasing other people, I don't think. I don't think. I think I just well, what like would to happen achieve. if they did the photo shoot and people saw the mess in the kitchen or it didn't turn out in the way that you want it to? What would you be thinking or feeling? That it could have been better had we just... But so what? That it could have been better. It could have been better. <laughs> <laughs> Why does it need to be better? Um, because I just care a lot about brand presence and, and, and what we put out there because I want it to be intentional and meaningful and look nice so that people feel inspired and I don't want to just add noise just to throw things out there. So I like to be thoughtful and intentional about Which content. Which is all good, right? And But it, this is kind of one of the things I teach is that there's always a continuum, right? So on one end of the continuum, we have like, I'm not intentional. I'm just throwing anything out there. It's all kind of a mess. Mm-hmm. It doesn't look cohesive. It doesn't make sense to people, right? Mm-hmm. That's not what we're suggesting. But on the opposite end, what we have is perfectionism Mm -hmm. perfectionist thinking anyway Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. which is also fear-based uh-oh what yeah both ends are fear-based right it is i'm not scared of anything (laughs) tell me what i am fearful a photo shoot that you weren't planning on (laughs) in your kitchen that's being remodeled except dirty dirty dishes right it was but why why (laughs) jody why that's what we got to figure out because of what you were thinking right yeah and again not not saying that we don't want to put quality, intentional work in the world. Yeah, I'm proud of that. Randall's also the one who has anxiety attacks on the bathroom oh, floor and yeah. a nervous breakdown for like two but or guys, three I don't months. Have anxiety last attacks. I don't. Yeah, I really don't. And that's good. Yeah. I'm just down. pointing it out to you because because it happens. I can, and we're on mics. And I think <laughs> we should put it out to the world. Okay. That honestly, that idea because we get taught growing up, right? We get rewarded mm-hmm. for getting A's. And yeah. we're, our brains are trained to think over and over again, I should try to get an A. Doing my very best work all the time is the best thing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But so many people, like you talk about, your listeners who have something to share in some way in the world who aren't, it's because they're afraid it's not going to look as good as when Becky Higgins mm. does it. Mm-hmm. And when you can go out, like I remember reading this um, or hearing it somewhere from Elizabeth Gilbert, who is an author. Mm-hmm. Um, because I've wanted to write a book for a long time, but I'm not, a, I'm an okay writer, I think you should but really I certainly do it. don't Just know saying, how I, to write a book. I think it's time to do it. Yeah. But when Elizabeth Gilbert said, listen to me, I'm giving you permission right now. And this, she was talking to the world, but to me, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. I give you permission to write a terrible book. Mm. I was like, oh, I could do that. <laughs> no problem. And then I started writing a book, right? And it doesn't mm. even have to be terrible. Right. But when you just shoot for like, B minus gets it done. Like my podcast yeah. really is B minus. The sound quality, I never, no, when I record not. people, I always do it over Zoom. Mm-hmm. Um, you look at like mm-hmm. an NPR podcast, that's an A podcast, mm-hmm. right? Like somebody's right. edited it with music totally. and voiceovers and like it's B minus really relative to podcasts, which is fine because all I'm trying to do, I'm not trying to be a professional podcaster. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to get information out into the world. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, there are, times and a lot of times what i've done like you should have seen my first website it was terrible i did it myself oh good and i knew you. nothing about any of that stuff or design was it like a c yeah probably a c c plus but then 
I went back later and cleaned it up. And when I could afford to, I hired somebody to do a real website. So Mm -hmm. it doesn't mean you don't sometimes go back and clean things up. But when you just decide, you know what, B minus is good enough. Let's get going. You'll be amazed at what you're able to accomplish. Well, and I think that first whatever step you're taking towards one of your goals is always going to feel like a C. Is probably totally. always going to you, be right? Like when a I tell C. people my podcast is B minus, they're like, "Stop! No, it's not." Mm-hmm. Right? They all think it's yeah, totally. An a, but I it know, is. I know the problems and the mm-hmm. things that could be better. It mm-hmm. could be better, mm-hmm. right? But I also want to spend time with my children, and I don't want to spend five hours, and I invest my money in other places than in the podcast, right? So right. it's just about making decisions and and being okay with B minus when necessary. That's what because sometimes B minus is. It promotes forward motion, right? That's true. And not being stuck, like, in perpetual preparation phase. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of things that I don't do because it's not going to be done. It's not ready yet. You need to be just comfortable with suck like I am. This can be a lot of B-minus things coming up. Oh, get ready. If I just think of it that way. What we say about perfectionist thinking is that perfectionists are scared people, Mm -hmm. right? And so the way it typically slows them down is either – they don't start things or mm-hmm. they don't finish things. And mm-hmm. so just for your listeners to, you know, who maybe have some of that to recognize, like, never starting and never finishing. If, if I don't, because it's never perfect, right? So it's mm-hmm. never done. Mm-hmm. And then you never give yourself the reward of feeling proud of your work and feeling that it's complete and looking back. And even when they look back and reflect, they're just noticing the problems. Mm-hmm. Rather than like, look what I did. Mm-hmm. Thanks, me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> right so um anyway it's just an interesting concept that i thought i would offer you you could thank take you leave i like that I'll, uh, <laughs> leave it right here on the table and go make some perfect things no i'm kidding I'm make... do we have no. time to ask jody one more question yeah well can i first it. say thank you for that <laughs> thank you for that offering i didn't know that you were going to address any of your thoughts and i also me. thank you for that offering <laughs> <laughs> I just think the real test is whether or not I will. The real implement. test was Tuesday when you let us move forward with the photo shoot, even though you were breaking out. In I did. Yeah. I did let you. That do was it. a win. And what did I say? I don't know if you remember. I remember yes, saying it. You said. I remember this saying this was so good. I'm so glad that you, you made me do this. Thank you for making and me uncomfortable. And she used the photos, which yeah. is I did a lot. use the photos. Yes. Um, but I, I, I sincerely, I thank them for making me uncomfortable. But I also said thank you for loving me because you know yeah. my inner Randall. Randall and Randall's great, by the way. Yeah. I think I'm pretty great. You need all yeah, kinds of are. people. You need the yin to the yang. You like do. that's what you makes do. the world interesting. That's yes. why businesses thrive. Yes. I mean, yes. for heaven's sakes, in my marriage, the yin and the yang is so powerful that I just, if he was like me or I was like him. Marilee Boyack one time gave a marriage class and she said, I don't know why we all think that we have to have the same skill set because in a marriage, one of you has to have the skill set. And for some reason, I had never thought about it that way, but I was like, oh, yeah, my husband doesn't even have to be romantic because I'm romantic and yeah. I don't have to be great with numbers because he's great with numbers. Oh, and she right. said it in such a way that I was like, well, I'll be darned. It's going to yeah. be just fine. I'm sure after that class, he's like, go to all the classes. I know. Keep going to all the classes. <laughs> when Taylor started encouraging me going to education week every uh, year yeah. to see Marilee Boya. And yeah. I've been back every year since. Yeah, you sure have been. So, so have, you, do you have I a do. question? Well, I have, I have a thought that I've kind of been mulling around in my head that I would love your thoughts on. Okay. So one thing that I'm trying really hard with my kids um, to break them out of the cycle of is I think a lot in society we um, have this thought that our successes 
only are really mean something. The A plus only means something if there's someone with an F and a D and a B and a C. Hmm. Does that make sense what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So it's not really about reaching this goal. It's about reaching this goal over Relative other people. Others. Interesting. And that's, uh, you know, kind of a thing that is emphasized in school is, well, this many kids got A or um, – and that's something I'm trying really hard to help my kids not be focused on because I want them – to feel empowered by other people's success and mm-hmm. to help other people be successful because I think there's been times in my life where I have, I mean, really been kind of selfishly happy that I am had risen above or felt really bad that I fell below on the bell curve. Mm-hmm. So do you have any, like, thoughts or tips on that to how to talk my kids through not developing that thought pattern? Well, that is coming from a place of scarcity, right? Mm-hmm. The, like believing that there's a success pie. Yes. And that if mm-hmm. I if somebody else gets a piece, there's not going to be as much left for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, like we see it with kids, but I see it in my world of, you know, having an online business with other business owners who are mm-hmm. like, oh, she's doing better than me or, oh, good, mm-hmm. I'm ahead of her, you know, Instagram followers or mm-hmm. right, whatever yeah. it is that we're looking at. That's always coming from scarcity, like believing there's a limited amount of success available, right? which is just a lie. Totally. Right. right? Total, total lie. So um, I think in, and I don't know what ages, what ages are your kids? So I have 14, 12, 10, and 6. Oh, perfect. Okay. So the way I try to do it is, I, like I always say, I'm coaching my kids subtly, like the way mm-hmm. Jessica Seinfeld sneaks vegetables into yes. their dino nuggets. <laughs> I'm like sneaking it in because if yeah. I'm overtly coaching them, they're like, mom, don't do uh-huh. that. Totally. But when they say something, right, and I hear it, mm-hmm. if they say like, I did so much better than all the other kids, right? that's when I, I hear it and I'll correct them and say, um, but isn't it cool that everybody could get A's and it wouldn't matter? It wouldn't take right. anything away from your A. So I'll, I'll just drop it in a little comment like that. Mm-hmm. Um, if I see, you know, and, and I try to point it out too, and I have to point out to my own brain too that wants to go to scarcity sometimes. Right. Like if I see somebody, again, doing better than me and my brain wants to feel threatened by that, I say, oh my gosh, that's possible. That's good to know. Mm-hmm. Like, look at what's available in our world, that level of success. Right. If she could do that, I could do mm-hmm. that. And I'm so happy for her. So it's like, I don't know. That's the way I teach my kids is just I subtly am correcting their language. Mm-hmm. And that's with all the tools I teach. Like when they say, I don't want to hurt her feelings. Mm-hmm. I say, good news. You can't hurt her feelings. Mm-hmm. Only her brain can. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you do want to be nice because being nice is the best way to be. Right. Of course. But not because you don't want to hurt her feelings. Right? And mm-hmm. oh, and she also can't hurt your feelings. Isn't that great news? That is Only great you news. can hurt your own feelings. So that's what I mean by I drop it yeah. in by correcting their language yeah. more than anything. Because the rest of the world is teaching it the way we all learned it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if that's helpful, but you know, I, I think with my kids anyway and in my own brain, I see it more often when I'm not doing as well mm-hmm. as the others. And right. I just try to remind myself oh my gosh, that's possible. What she did is possible. That's mm-hmm. so cool. That's good to know. That's awesome. That's a different, that's a completely different perspective mm-hmm. on a world that is so full of comparison. Right. Yeah. That's just what, that's just what happens in our society. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I love that. Thank you. Yeah. I feel like we should have a cookie and I don't know, have a sleepover Sing a song. or something. <laughs> Call <Dance. it> night. <laughs> Maybe we're going to fix Jody's problems. Ready? Let's go. Oh, I don't care. When do I get a turn? <laughs> Seriously. Oh, if only we had something to offer. 
How are your pictures oh, looking? Can I come in? Not good. Okay, I, there we go. Jody, oh, I'm I a great not, dancer, uh, and I'm a good time. C minus. C minus. Oh, my memory keeping is. That's probably the note we should go out on. I have on, some chat books. Me. Okay, no, you're right. Up, it, you're right, right up there with me. So you have some chat books and your pictures. Are they printed? Are they digital? Are they I'm in not, the chat books? But the rest of them are just like all over the place. Mine are in a Rubbermaid bin, literally poured out. Your physical should I pictures. Print them? Physical. I don't have very many printed other than the chat books. Okay, but like what about your childhood? Kids. Oh, yeah. What about I, your I childhood, even Jody? I don't where those are. Maybe at my mom's house. Okay. So on the this. next episode yeah, of Cultivate you're gonna a Good Life. <laughs> you're going to help me. I would love to. I would love to. It's it, that is opening up a whole new can of worms, but that is a the problem that 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 well, I I'm only calling it a problem because my brain told me to say that it's a problem. <laughs> it's not really a problem if you don't want it to be, but a lot of people do feel that overwhelmed with yes. where are my pictures and what am I doing with them? And if my kid needs a picture for some project, oh snap. Where is that picture? I don't know. I exactly yes. know exactly where it is. It's buried three feet deep in a rubber <laughs> mape in my garage. It's perfectly fine. That is just that whole scenario is just as unique as the things that you talk to people about. And I oh, yeah. love it the way that you love your work. Isn't that great? Mm-hmm. Yes, it's, I do. It's just I do love it. Yeah. There's nothing like it. You yeah. know, being able to find um, joy and being able to offer something to other people, whether it's work or not. Mm-hmm. Whether it's within the totally. walls of your home or not, mm-hmm. I mean, I just I think that's just one of the greatest things about life. Mm-hmm. I agree. Thank you for being our coach. Yeah, thank <laughs> you for having me. This is fun. It's so cool, Jody. So remember, if you want to learn more about what Jody has to offer, it's jodymore.com. Mm-hmm. Jody right? with a Y. Yes, J O D Y. And we'll and link it in show notes, yep. of course. You yep. can check out. Her coaching program, you can check out her kids program. All of it is available on her website. And of course, her podcast, Better Than Happy, is available on iTunes and everywhere else. You listen to podcasts. She has a lot of amazing episodes. It'll pretty much change check your it life. Out. Yeah, for sure. Thanks mm-hmm. again to our sponsor this week, Shine Cosmetics. Listen, if you think you look pretty, pretty. We do because it's shine. Think Becky's lip gloss game has been on point. I'm You're serious. welcome. The comments I got, I'm like, okay, clearly this is good stuff. Yep. Clearly. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so much fun. The code on that is Becky, and you can learn more and buy it all at shinecosmetics.com. And we'll be with you guys next week. Take care. Thanks. Bye bye. taught you about the principle of B minus work? Oh, I love that. Um, no, but B minus work? She doesn't know what I can tell. She doesn't. She's like, no, this she table is very sensitive. I'm like, <laughs> and? No. I would love to know about when B minus When I record work. my no. podcast, usually Testing. there's like kids in the hallway. She's going to need a special session. Like, I am. She needs a, we'll I'm co- a little After slower. we coach you, we'll coach her. Perfect. <laughs> That's actually <laughs> not a bad idea. Ooh, I got to decide what to be coached on. Can you B minus? No, I already know what it's to there. We're good. <laughs> I already decided. You did? <laughs> yeah. The B minus. B minus. Or B minus, sorry. That, that is what you're coaching me on? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great. Are we doing it? Yeah. After we it. talk about this is amazing. drama and craziness in my life. BH and BP.